This month, our podcast is brought to you by Jay Brooks Coffee Roasters in Memphis, Tennessee. You know by now how much I love coffee, and Jay Brooks has a special place in my heart. True North is their original signature blend. Its name points to Jesus Christ, who they say is the real owner of this company. The name reminds us that we are guided by unwavering integrity and clarity of purpose directed by our Lord. The name derives from the world of orienteering, finding your way across terrain with a map and a compass. In order to stay on course and avoid getting lost, the compass must remain oriented toward true north to avoid getting off track by the pull of the compass toward magnetic north. When trekking in the backcountry, the alignment of the compass with true north must be regularly calibrated multiple times along the path in order to stay on course. Did you know that? I love learning new things. Just as the pull of magnetic north can get a hiker off track and eventually lost, so the pull of the world can also affect each one of us. If we're not careful to constantly calibrate ourselves, our spirits, ethics, morals, decisions, with our perfect standard in Jesus, we'll slowly but surely lose our way and end up somewhere we don't want to be. It's in these moments when it's especially important to create some breathing room and ask, how's all that working for you? Jaybrook's Coffee Roasters offers True North as a perfectly balanced cup that reminds us to remain centered in the one who is perfect to orient our lives every day. And hopefully we'll savor a cup that infuses a bit of tasty delight along the way. To order this signature blend for yourself and learn more about Jay Brooks, click the link in the show notes or visit jbrookscoffeeroasters.com. That's the letter J, brookscoffeeroasters.com. You are officially invited to create some breathing room. This is the absolute best podcast to find the strategies, resources, and motivation you need to stop drowning in overwhelm, break free from hustle culture, and live out your God-given purpose. I'm your host, Rachel Baker, and girl, I've been there, done that. It is my God-given purpose to help you find space for an intentional life so you can confidently live in those strengths, skills, and passions that light you up and serve others. I know you are ready to create some breathing room. So let's do it together. Welcome to episode 19 of Create Some Breathing Room. Today, as we continue our theme on how we are supporting our families, ways to support our families as we create breathing room in our lives, I decided this is a great time to answer some of those frequently asked questions that I get around balancing family life with work. I get a lot of questions in this area. So I've kind of picked the top three questions, themes within these questions that I want to cover today. But before we get too far into this episode, I want to let you know I firmly believe this idea of having a family and work-life balance is a myth. There is no perfect balance to be achieved here. And anybody who says they have this sorted and can perfectly balance all is either lying to you or lying to themselves. Now, that being said, I do think there are some things we can do to make this easier on ourselves. And I've gathered some of the most frequently asked questions that I receive from women just like you. And I'm going to cover this topic by answering some of those for you in this episode. So it's not that we can't make things easier. Just let's please let go of that idea that there is some perfect attainable balance out there that other people have sorted that we're supposed to reach. That's going to cause nothing but guilt and shame 
And this is when we start to should all over the place. And you know how I feel about should. (laughs) So let's get to it. The first one I want to address is this question, how do you set boundaries between work time and family time? And this presents itself in different ways. The question is formed different ways when it comes to me. But that's what it boils down to. How are we setting those boundaries between the work time and the family time? A few things that I have found to be helpful and that I recommend when I'm coaching my clients is you've got to set times to start and stop your work. When you are working from home, especially, it's real easy to let those lines blur. But just like any other job that you would go to outside of the home, you've got to clock in and you've got to clock out. In a practical sense for me, during the school year, this for me is when my kids leave the house in the morning, I have a little bit of time for myself, do my morning routine things for me, right? But then I have a time, this is when my workday starts, I clock in for the day, I get my work done, there's a lunch break in there, didn't used to do that, by the way, and when it's time to pick up my kids from school, I'm clocking out, In the summer, obviously, there's got to be a little more flexibility. I look at what all the week holds and what pockets of time that I have where I can work. But those pockets of time are when the work happens. And it may look a little different if we've got the whole day together with family and I need to get a few things done. Maybe it's that evening before I go to bed or maybe I'm up early. This can be more flexible, but the point is you've got to set your times to start working and stop working. And then a few other things that help with this is scheduling family time like you would any other appointment. And then you've got to keep that appointment. (laughs) Same thing, we've talked about this in previous episodes as far as setting appointments with yourself and then respecting yourself enough to keep those appointments. It's the same thing. If you say we're having game night this night, and then you still have some work that kind of needed to get done, you will have an appointment with your family and it's game night. So you're not also checking your phone and worrying about the work tasks. Those are just easy ways to set clearer boundaries for yourself in your mind even. Just this is an appointment. I'm not going to be distracted. I love my family, you know, and not that you don't, not that you are a workaholic necessarily, but sometimes those lines are easy to blur or you get distracted. And so just making those clear boundaries for yourself can be super helpful. Now, I want to talk about the flexibility piece of this because this comes up a lot. Well, what if I've scheduled this and then this happens, you know, the kids get sick or this appointment comes up or there's a school event, right? Like, stuff happens. We've talked previously about having that flexibility, the ability to monitor the situation and adjust. If you have to swap times because of some those things pop up, be kind to yourself. Don't try to overcompensate. If you take an hour out of your day to go to this appointment for your kid, or you have a doctor's appointment, or whatever it is, Don't overcompensate by then putting in two hours of work later. It's okay to kind of swap those times around, trade them if needed, but don't overdo when you do trade those times because that can be easy to do as well. 
The second question that I get is around having littles at home, right? So if your kids are little and at home, the question I get is how do they know it's your work time and what do you do with them while you're working? It's easier when they're older, right? But when you've got littles, they want your attention more. You have to keep your eyes on them more. There's just, it's more involved. So I've got a few things that really helped with this season of life for me. One of my favorite people to follow on Instagram, and she's a dear friend. Um, I interviewed her way back when, when I had the YouTube channel, Emily Schwalbach. And I will make sure to drop her Instagram in the show notes because you're going to love her if you don't know her already. But she also works from home. She runs her own business, and she's a big fan of all screens on and all screens off. And I love this because there's a lot of mom guilt around this idea of like putting my kid in front of a screen so I can get things done, but also that's okay and helpful sometimes. So her thing is whenever she's on her screen, getting her work done on the computer, then her kids can have screens as well. They're on their tablets or watching a show or whatever that looks like. And then when she's able to shut it down and do things off of that, all her kids are off as well. So everybody's got screens on at the same time. Everybody's got screens off at the same time. And as they're, I would say, the older end of the littles, this is a great strategy. You're doing your work. They're doing, you can call it their work, whatever it is. Um, And everybody knows what's expected. So that's a great one. Thank you, Emily. We love you. Another one, this sounds... Um, kind of against what a lot of people recommend. You know, you're supposed to sleep when the baby's sleeping, right? Well, if you're trying to work and have a baby and working at home, that's tricky because if you're sleeping when the baby's sleeping and up when the baby's up, then you are taking care of the baby when the baby's up, right? So when they are little, little, this is when you find your pockets of time. And I have done it. I know so many others who have done it. There are the early mornings, which I know when they're itty bitty can be super early. So that one may not be as feasible, but nap times, bedtime. If you need to arrange half a day of childcare, right? Or if you can do a full day, blessings on your head. That's amazing. But even just half a day, once a week, have somebody come in and hang out with your baby or toddler while you get a few things done. Such a difference. It makes such a difference in your life. So if you can find those pockets of time when the littles are sleeping and use those as your work time, you are rocking it. Okay. Another option here and I've done this too, just trade childcare with a friend. Maybe on Mondays, they help watch your kids. And on Wednesdays, you watch their kids. You can trade that out. And even if they don't work from home, maybe they just want to go to the grocery store. (laughs) That's a great thing too. So you're helping each other out and you're able to get some work done. So is it trickier to work from home when you have itty bitties at home? Absolutely. 100%. I see you. I feel you, I've been you, but it can be done. You have to just be super intentional about it. And if you've got questions around this, I'm here for it. Drop me a DM or email me. (laughs) I'm here for that conversation. Okay, so the last bit I wanna address here is this question of how do I keep that mom guilt at bay 
when I feel I'm not doing enough as a mom. And this is kind of that underlying piece of all the other things we've talked about, right? And similar question that falls under this is like, what should I do if I'm working and I can't make it to my kids event or family event? I want to be there for my family or should I just not work? There's so much around this whole idea, this mom guilt that we build up. So a couple of really important things I want you to hear. The word enough. I would like to know who is setting this bar and whatever the bar is, at what point do you actually achieve enough status? What does that look like? I don't know where we got this idea of enough or if we even really know what enough looks like, but it's killing us, ladies. It's killing us. Here's the deal. God is enough. That's it. God is enough. I am just doing my best every day, doing my daily best, and I pray for him to fill in all those gaps. Now, I get that that's a lovely platitude for some of you. You're like, okay, God's enough, but okay, but what about me? (laughs) So let's practically, okay, go back and listen to episode 17 on identifying priorities. That should provide some clarity as far as how to manage your priorities the urgent, the important, we go through all of that. So if you haven't listened to episode 17, that's a helpful one. Also, I want you to take this idea of mom guilt. And can we please turn that mom guilt into this holy confidence? It makes a world of difference to shift your mindset. And instead of having guilt around your role as a mom, I want you to switch and recognize and have some holy confidence. Allow your kids to see you pursuing these big dreams. You're working towards goals. You're being brave. You are living in your God-given purpose, right? If you don't feel that that's the case, let's chat. It's one of my favorite things to help women work through. But hopefully you feel like this is the thing I'm supposed to be doing. I am living in my strengths and my skills. I'm working towards big goals. I'm being brave. Tell your kids what you do and why it matters. Let them know the purpose of the work itself or the purpose of that financial contribution to your family. That matters. Those are life lessons for them to learn. What example are we setting for our kids to follow? And I don't just mean the time that we're spending with our work and the time that we're spending with them. And is that balanced enough? Is it fair? Is it equal? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, I want my kids to be confident in who they are in Christ, in the strengths and the skills and the passions that God put in them specifically to live their life in this world to love God in that way, to love others in that way, using their strengths and skills. I want my kids to have that. And how are they going to have that if I'm not modeling it for them? The time that I spend coming up with these episode topics, scripting out what I want to say, getting on here and recording it for you, and then sharing about it out on social media and email, all these things, like that's time that I'm not necessarily with my children for quality time, but they know this work matters. 
I feel called to speak to other women and encourage them in this way. And they know that this is my kingdom work. And I just feel that that matters. So I'd encourage you to take a moment and look at what it is you're feeling in that mom guilt and kind of turn that over into a holy confidence in what you're doing and why you're doing it. And then let them know, let them know that they need to hear it and see it from you. So as we wrap up today, listen, none of us are perfect. Nobody's got this completely figured out. We are literally all just doing our daily best. And I'm just going to tell you that's enough. That's enough. So just to kind of review the things we've talked about, setting your boundaries between work time and family time, that matters and there are strategies for it. And if you've got littles at home, it's not impossible to do work time. We can handle it. You've got this. It feels hard, but I promise it doesn't last forever. And then we've got to keep the mom guilt out of this equation. Your kids don't want to be the reason that you are burdened and guilty. I promise you that is not why you've got them. So let's flip that into a holy confidence knowing what we're doing and why we're doing it. And even if the work itself is not right now what you feel you were called to do in this life, you do feel called to provide for your family. And that is holy work. Do not minimize that or let it make you feel guilty for contributing to your family. If you could use a little more support around all of this, if you just need some people in your corner who get it, we've got a community of podcast listeners. It is the Create Some Breathing Room podcast community. It's over on Facebook. You can click the link in the show notes, or you can go search us on Facebook. Join us. We've got a lot of amazing women in there, and we would love to support you on this journey. Thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to check the show notes to get links for all the resources mentioned in this episode. As always, your reviews make such a difference. So thank you for taking the time to leave those for us. Your ratings and thoughts mean so much. I love reading each and every one. As we wrap up today, please remember, life can feel crazy and overwhelming sometimes, but you will never regret taking the time to create some breathing room.